Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. So you want a monthly income no matter how long you live. You've heard of CPF life, but you're not sure what exactly your options are when it comes to getting the most of the CPF life scheme. Maybe you're not automatically included for some reason and you're wondering, can I still choose to join this scheme? I hear that it's cheaper than private annuity plans because it's non-profit. The CPF board administers to it. Is that true? We're going to answer all your questions today with a man who always makes retirement planning a lot less daunting. Chris Tan is CEO of Provident. Good morning, Chris. Hi, good morning, Michelle. All right, help us understand some CPF accounts don't even come into being until we turn 55, like the retirement accounts. So help us understand what exactly happens to our CPF when we, we turn 55. Right. So at age 55, money's in your OA plus your SA uh, that's ordinary account plus your special account will be used to form the full retirement sum in your RA. Now, full retirement sum this year is 192000 right? So when you turn 55 years old, they'll take money first from your SA and then from your OA to form the 192 k and then they'll put it into the RA. Now, whatever that is remaining uh, in your OA and SA, then you can actually withdraw any time after age 55, right? But uh, in the CPF retirement planning booklet, you know, CPF board actually encourage you to consider stretching the value of your CPF savings by keeping them in your CPF accounts if you don't uh, need it. So that's what happened at age 55. So the RA account gets created, savings from OA and the SA get moved there up to the limit of the current retirement sum, which keeps increasing. That's right. That's right. And just to um, be clear, your money's in your Medisafe account. You can't draw out at age 55. That's left there to take care of your medical expenses, pay your approved insurance such as Medishield Life and all that, you know, uh, in your retirement age. Good distinction. Thank you for bringing that up. Now, you talk about leaving your money, whatever's left, in your OA and SA for as long as you can, that being encouraged. Why is that? What are the sort of interest rates that we're looking at? Okay, so this is a bit complex to try and answer over the air. I'll do it slowly um, because to answer your questions, I have to break it down to before age 55 and what happens after age 55. So let me first start with before age 55. Mm-hmm. So before age 55, your ordinary account gives you 2.5% per year guaranteed. That's the floor rate. Right? Now, your special MediSafe gives you Now, listen to this carefully. I know most people would say 4%, Mm -hmm. but actually the interest rate structure has sort of changed in 2008. So I'm going to say this slowly. Your special account and MediSafe account interest rate is actually packed to the 10-year Singapore government bond or Singapore government securities plus 1%. But... Currently, the government guarantees uh, guarantees it on a year-to-year basis still at 4%, right? So that's the first thing we must know. Now, the second thing we must know is that, well, the government gave us all like a goodie bag. They say combined balances of 60000 subject to a maximum of 20000 from the ordinary account, you will get 1% more. I know all those people who are driving, they probably like, I'm not understanding this, I'm driving. So I'm going to give you an example, right, Michelle? Thank you. Yeah, so let's say your ordinary account has 60000 
your special account has 80,000, right? 60,000, 80,000. Now, the rule says the first 20,000 in your ordinary account, you are going to get 2.5% plus one more percent. So you're getting 3.5%. The remaining of the 40,000 in your OA, you are going to get 2.5%, okay? Now, for your special account, I did say you had 80,000. Now, the first 40,000, why is it the first 40,000? Because combined balances of 60K and you have used up the 20K in OA to get the additional 1%. So you're entitled to another 1% for the first 40,000 of your special account. So what do you get? It's 10-year SGS plus 1, but currently that's guaranteed at 4%, right? So 4% plus 1%, you get 5% guaranteed. And then the remaining of your special account, which is 40000 you get 4% original, no extra 1%. So I hope that's clear. I mean, it's going to be recorded. So if it's still very blurry, you can play back and listen to this. So this is before 55. I'm sorry I'm taking a bit longer for Take this. Take your time. Yeah, so <laughs> after age 55, it's a lot easier to understand. So all those of you who are above 55 years old, uh. pay attention to this because this is even better. For the first 30K you get 6%, okay? For the next 30K, you get 5%. This is an OA? This is an RA. This R-A. is after age oh, 55, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first 30K, you get 6%. The next 30K, you get 5%. And then everything else after that, you get 4%. So it's 4 5 6% wow. guaranteed in your RA. Now, I mentioned 10-year SGS plus one. It's very important for me to say that because, yes, it sounds very good right now, the CPF interest, Mm -hmm. but just remember this is fluctuating. The government is only guaranteeing it on a year-to-year basis. Yep, so... That's all for the interest rate. I know it's complicated, but yeah, I have to be accurate. I wish we had a whiteboard that That's we could right. give you. But thank you for that. We will replay it and, and listen to that. So you're saying that the, the interest rates could fluctuate according to that? You of the 10-year Singapore government bond, right? So if the you is bad, then actually, like I say, your special MediSafe account mm-hmm. is actually packed to the 10-year Singapore government bond plus one. So actually it can go down. But you see, since 2008, the government has guaranteed and said, oh, regardless of the performance of the 10-year uh, Singapore government bonds, right. they are still going to guarantee you 4% anyway. Okay, so we haven't seen it dip. No, it's rate. never. Yeah, it's, it's always been 4%. Got it, got it. Thank you for that. So that underscores the point of how confusing CPF can be. Uh, Also, there are very many terms, you know, the lingo that people have to get used to, basic retirement sum, full retirement sum, enhanced retirement sum, Um, but there are choices embedded in those uh, terms. And then there's different CPF life plans, basic standard escalating, and people are thinking... As long as I'm automatically included, isn't that fine? Can you explain the differences and the choices that come with these different terms? Right. So I know it's very confusing, so I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. Yeah, there are really two different things here. Firstly, it is the retirement sum, and then there is the retirement schemes. Basically, when we are young, we are trying to save towards a retirement sum to participate in the retirement schemes at age 65. Mm. So... Retirement sum means this. As I mentioned earlier, at age 55, there is need to transfer an amount from your OA and your SA to your RA, right? So that amount is called the retirement sum. And CPF board calls different amount, different name, right? So if you have $96,000 in your retirement account, then that is called basic retirement sum. 
if you have got 192 or you transfer 192k into your retirement account, that is called full retirement sum, right? And if you transfer or if you have 288,000 in your retirement account at age 55, they call it the enhanced retirement sum, right? So that's the name. Now, then that amount will grow until age 65, and then you get to participate in the retirement scheme. The current scheme is called CPF Life, right? And CPF Life can pay out as early as 65, and of course, you can delay the withdrawal until 70. There are three CPF Life plans, the basic, the standard, and the escalating payout plan. So two different things here. The sum is where you accumulate, and then you go and buy one of these plans, which is the retirement scheme called basic plan, standard plan, and escalating payout plan. Gotcha. <laughs> escalating sounds very exciting. Like it's more and more as you get older. Is No, yes, it does. But, <laughs> okay, it does pay out more. In fact, it pays out 2% more per year. But this is the thing. The escalating payout plan, you have to accept a payout that is lower than the standard plan by 20% first. So you are getting lesser at the beginning and then it increases each year by 2%. So you have to accept that if you want to choose the escalating payout plan. Okay, I got it. Tell us the sum and the scheme. Okay, very good delineation there. Tell us more about the various different schemes or CPF life plans. How do they work and how can we decide which one is best for us? Yep, so the three plans. So let's start with the basic plan. Okay, in fact, I'm just going to differentiate between the basic and the standard because the escalating payout plan is really the standard plan, just that you are accepting a initial lower payout by 20%. So the basic plan, remember this, compared to the standard plan, in your lifetime, you are getting a lower payout. Okay? Mm-hmm. But when you pass on, you leave behind a higher bequest. And of course, the standard plan, relative to the basic plan, you get a higher payout in your lifetime, but a lower bequest upon your demise. Now, what is the difference? Right? Because I speak to a lot of people and they'll say like, oh, I'll choose the standard plan because I want more in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Now, so if you look at the numbers, because the devil is in the details, the difference between the standard and the basic plan in terms of monthly payout is just slightly above 100 over dollars. The standard plan being more. It pays more than the basic plan by slightly above $100. But guess what? Now, if you die at age 75 or age 85, between age 75 to age 85, the difference in bequest between the standard plan and the basic plan is about 100000 wow. The basic plan being 100000 more than the standard plan. So the question you really got to ask yourself is, well, for a difference of a hundred over dollars, is it worthwhile for you to lose about a hundred thousand dollars in bequest? Now, most people will say no, it is not. So you you may say that, well, I will choose the basic plan. I rather get a hundred over dollars lesser, but I leave behind a hundred thousand dollars more when I die. But well, I'll just say this, right? The choice is really yours. I think you've got to ask yourself whether a $100 difference per month will make a material difference to your retirement. If it's going to make a difference, choose the standard plan. 
because CP advice and NOT is meant to meet your retirement needs, not for you to give you know, away the bequest. Mm. But however, if $100 not going to make any difference to your retirement because you have other sources of funds, well, okay, then perhaps the standard plan uh, might be more suitable for you, you know, you are, you don't, you, you, you uh, or rather, you know, the, 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 the standard plan might make sense for you. Well, thank you for that. I want to flesh this out with a couple of scenarios because I've been speaking with people and they have raised these questions. I'd love to be able to get your take on it, Chris. Um, some people have maxed out all their OAs tied up in their homes. And so they're thinking, I don't even meet the basic retirement scum, sum in my RA account, but I want to be part of the CPF life scheme because I'm going to sell my home after I've turned 55 and I see I have a chunk of money in my hands. I have 150000 maybe I have 350000 and now I can invest in a fund and what I want is regular dividends every month. So is CPF life a good choice compared to private annuities that are available? What do you think? Right. Yeah. Again, unfortunately, CPF is pretty complex here. But just before I answer this question, Michelle, I realized I made a small mistake just now. I, I said that, well, if $100 per month is not going to make a big difference for you in retirement, then perhaps choose the basic, choose the basic one. Mm. That's right. It should choose be the basic. basic. Yeah. That's right. That's okay. right. My apologies. No, yeah. no, we got it. it yeah. Sure. Okay. So back to the question. Now, first of all, after age 55 mm-hmm. and after you have sold your home, you will need to refund the CPF principal amount withdrawn and the accrued interest back into your OA. That's first thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, that's, you're talking about after 55. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have not met the full retirement sum of your cohort, this year is 192000 The amount refunded from the sale of that property, well, firstly, will be used to meet your retirement savings up to the full retirement sum. That means to say, you don't even have to say, <laughs> you don't even have to think. They will transfer the amount from your OA, okay, the amount to your RA to meet that retirement sum first. Then after that, any balance will be paid to you in cash. Okay? okay. Now, but if you have already met your full retirement sum, then the amount refunded from the sale of your property into your OA will be paid out to you in cash. It's very, very fast. They're very efficient. They pay you out in cash. Okay. Right? But you may not like it. You say, no, 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 I don't want to take it out. OAS, or OA has got a higher interest. If you want the cash to remain in OA, you must inform CPF board two weeks before the completion of the sale of the property. Right? If you don't tell them, they're just going to pay you out in cash and you may not like it because you'd rather keep it in OA because of higher interest. Now, so with that as the background, so let's say now you have these funds in your OA or even you have cash after selling a property. Now, you have three choices. Firstly, transfer them to RA up to ERS, right? Enhanced Retirement Sub, currently at 288K. Now, if you decide to do that, at age 65, when you start to draw down from CPF life, you will have 2000 plus per month for life. Okay? Now, after you have done that and you still think that, oh, that's, well, not good enough, you know, and you want some more income, yeah, you got some more cash, then perhaps you can consider buying a retirement income plan from the insurer. But your first choice actually must be CPF life, not the retirement income plan. Mm-hmm. Right? If you can still top up to your CPF, do that first. Your retirement income plan comes first because the analysis that we did is mm-hmm. that the retirement income insurance in terms of return is 
not as good as CPF life. It's between 1.65% per year to about 3.75% per year. And this is all projected, Michelle. It's not even guaranteed, Mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, I've written an article on it. I mean, if you're interested, you can read it on my website. Yeah, but the CPF life return is better. Now, after you've done all that, and well, if you are able and willing to take more volatility risk, then well, you can invest your money for higher income. So, I hope that's clear. Very clear. Thank you very much, Chris. I recently spoke to a 67-year-old lady and I said, how much is your monthly payout from CPF Life? And she said, mm. oh, I'm not taking my monthly payout. I'm, oh. I'm planning to leave it in there for as long as possible. Mm. And so here comes the question. What, when should I choose to use my monthly CPF Life payouts? What are your thoughts on delaying payouts? When yeah. should I you know, decide? The cutoff date is lah, when I can mm. touch my payout. Yeah, well, she's very clever because well, she's delaying, right? I mean, to me, you should start withdrawal when you need the income. But like this lady, if you have other sources of income and you do not need CPF life yet, yeah, then you can delay the withdrawal. And the latest you can withdraw, delay until, mm-hmm. is 70 years old. Now, for every year that you delay the withdrawals, your payout can increase by, you know, up to 7% a year, right? So that's quite good. But all these things aside, well, I'll just say this, right? I mean, yes, we can delay, but money aside, use it as soon as you can because it's your money and we really do not know when we can live until. So enjoy life, you know, and and withdraw it and and enjoy the, the payout. All right, love that. More with Chris Tan after this message. Stay with us. Have you diversified some of your investment portfolio into physical precious metals? Worried about inflation and keen to grow your wealth in gold, silver and platinum? Singapore's most trusted international bullion dealers, Indigo Precious Metals, offer the lowest market prices and an impressive selection of coins, bars and collectibles from the world's leading mints and refineries. Visit their new showroom at 23 Amoy Street or shop their online store now via ipmbullion.com. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Chris Tan helping us understand last mile planning when it comes to retirement planning and CPF life. What does it mean for you? What are your choices? Chris, welcome back to the show. One more scenario for you before we let you go today. Um, say you're a child and you want to look into CPF life and maximizing it for your parents. For example, your parents have not even met the um, you know basic retirement sum. And you want to top it up. Is this something that you can do for your parents? And are there tax write-offs that children can enjoy for doing this? Yeah, certainly. I think it's great. You know, if you can help your pa- uh, parents plan for their retirement using CPF Life, that will be great. So the first thing you can do is to top up into your parents' retirement account using cash, right? So, I mean, if you want to have tax relief, then you have got to use cash. You can top up into their retirement ca- uh, account up to the enhanced retirement sum, which we have been talking a lot about, 288k this year. But just take note that well, your tax in terms of tax relief, you can only enjoy a tax relief up to eight thousand dollars, right? So, I mean, you can top up two hundred thousand, but unfortunately, the tax relief is really just limited to eight thousand dollars. All right, loud and clear. Any final words on CPF life for our listeners, Chris? Yeah, I think in a retiree's portfolio, everyone should have an NOT because this is probably one of the very few instruments that can mitigate longevity risk. But well. 
start early, you know, start accumulating into your CPF so that, you know, when you reach 55, you have enough to transfer into your RA to subsequently buy CPF life. In terms of NOT, the best NOT in Singapore, without doubt, is CPF life. All right, got it loud and clear. Thank you very much. You can read more of Kristan's articles at his website, provident.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-D-E-N-D. Chris, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.